Poor Podcast with Ben Davis Jr. and co-host Seth Coleman. Brought to you by Rowdy Smokehouse and recorded at the Back Row Studio.
be standing on the beach, I'll be standing on the beach, I'll be standing on the beach, I'll be standing on the beach when the tidal wave hits. That was our friend Darren Hackard with Inaugurating Meltdown. Wow, these uh, mics are really sensitive today. They oh, are. I'm just breathing loud. You can hear the breathing <coughs> and all of that good stuff. Seth sniffling. Oh. I am the uh, the dirt poor troubadour, Ben Davis Jr. And I am Seth, currently with one pink eye, Colmer. That's right. I don't actually have pink eye. It's just my eye is pink. Oh, how's that work? I, I think I got a hair stuck in my eyelid or something. Um you know, I don't, I don't know. It just uh, sucks, and it it kind of burns a little bit. So I don't know. Just kind of uncomfortable right now. I understand. Well, it does look like it burns. Seth, uncomfortable, Comer. That's what it is. Uncomfortable. All right. Well, uh, what have you been up to? You know, it's been a little bit since we've tracked anything. Um, yeah, it has been. Um, working uh hanging out with friends just uh getting my mind right and yeah. uh turbo graphics man turbo graphics turbo graphics turbo graphics how many games you got now i think i got like 15 or 16 hue carts and then i've got uh three discs because i got the cd-rom attachment recently yeah now you have two whole systems right yeah i have two systems now which <laughs> is just crazy because you've never seen them never heard of them. now i have two of them and i'm just like yay you just need to hook up both of them in the living room on separate tvs oh my god that's a brilliant idea yeah and then just charge 50 cents per play oh man on devil's crush devil's crush that is fun yeah it really is so uh what have you what have you been doing ben uh well we tracked everything including my vocals for the new record and uh nice so now we've just got a, a couple little overdubs and we're done with that um which we should be finishing up this week i want to wish eddie well he did injure his hand oh how do you do that cranking his hog oh no boy <laughs> no he uh <laughs> tossing a piss jug yeah no uh he actually uh slipped he was in a hurry and slipped on a wet stair and fell and broke his hand but i don't know hopefully he's not upset that i said that but uh it really happened and he's dealing with it we recorded with his broken hand like the other night and he's having to type everything with his left hand and oh. use the mouse and all that so I, I would say it's a little bit difficult honestly but i don't know he didn't complain he didn't complain one bit other than that i mean really there's not been a whole lot going on i mean it's it's 2020 uh i mean there's a lot of news but what good is the news yeah i don't watch the news don't pay attention to the news don't pay attention to the debates um yeah it's just people treating people bad and and that's it and if you're into that then go for it i did go vote today uh good job exercised my civic liberty uh <laughs> But I did do that, and uh, that was nice. You know, I've been a lot less involved this year with all the shit posting regarding politics because it's exhausting, and I realize I'm not going to change anybody's mind. Nope. Nobody's mind. Um, whether you were in one cult or the other cult, uh, you can't really, you know, break the hive mind. Well, yeah, and my whole thing is if no one in the United States voted at all, there would still be a president chose. They would figure it out. Because of the electoral colleges. Yeah. The popular vote doesn't mean shit. No. So, honestly, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, my God, how can you? But I don't vote. 
I don't vote. Here's the thing. Uh, last time I was convinced by too many people that there was no reason to vote. I fell for it, you know, and uh, I was 26 years old and they all said, you know, um, there's no way that guy's going to win. And then he did. And so I've been for the last four years, like I know that my one vote isn't going to make a difference. But, you know, this year, a lot of people that made that mistake last time voted so hopefully well hopefully the electoral colleges will listen to the popular vote like they never ever they never do so that and that's my thing it doesn't mean anything because the electoral college like oh you 98 percent think this guy should get it well we're going with the two percent because we feel like it'll be better for the state and that's you fuckers like no that's not what you took away my right to vote at that time and that's why i don't do it now small elections City elections, Absolutely, stuff like that, that's, that means important. something. Yeah. But when it gets up to, oh, we're going to pick the leader of the world. I was talking about it last night. Why don't we hold uh, votes for everything? Like, so we got this economic crisis going on, and every single day we're spending billions of dollars on yeah. fucking practice bombs yep. to, to practice killing fucking children and shit like that. Yep. Why don't they say, hey, uh, America— we're planning on spending billions of dollars today on these bombs to practice with. Do you think we should do that? Why don't we get a vote on that? Right. That's something important. It is. You know, if we would have stopped spending a billion dollars a day on bombs and save that, what would we be in debt to at that point? Yeah, I don't, I don't, none of us know any of that. You know, because it's fake. It's fake. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like the world's in this much debt but really who are we in debt to each other and it, it just doesn't make sense but we're not economics majors or anything like that yeah or, or i'm not in political science i just no. know that i know what it is uh, and you know i could have that completely wrong but honestly do i i mean with the john Kerry and uh george bush thing john Kerry, uh i was just all about Heinz ketchup, you know? Uh, I wasn't all about, like, I just thought it would be cool to have a president that was involved in ketchup. And now it's like we have a president that eats ketchup on his steaks, and yeah. we have a president that has I don't know. failed at lots of other businesses and was a celebrity. And now I know that we don't need that ever again. So, what's with the ketchup? No, uh, John Kerry? Yeah. Uh, his his wife, I think, was like the hair of the Heinz company. The heir of the Heinz the company. The hair, the heir, yeah, of the Heinz company. Uh, it's hard to say when you're thinking Heinz in your yeah. head. Yeah, Heinz hair. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, that was kind of that deal, and uh, that was a big deal in school, but everybody was like, oh, nobody's going to vote for John Kerry. I mean... But he won the popular vote. Right. And but, then he still lost the election. Right. Right there shows you that your vote doesn't matter. And I'm, I'm not going to say don't go vote. Do whatever you want to do. But in my belief, to me, it's a waste of time to me. And I get you know it. what? Do I complain about the president? Well, if you didn't vote, you have no right to complain. I hear that a lot. It's like. I do too. And yeah, I. Yeah, I do. That's kind of why I shut up, honestly. But we, we do live in a, a, a society that uh, we are able to complain. We, we all have the right to complain about whatever we want to because it's protected in that constitution that no, might, no, may or may flawed. not be flawed anyways. Oh, it's flawed. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally outdated. It's don't want to go in there because people are going to stop listening to us because we're too political. Well, and that I was talking with Nathan Kitts from over at Rowdy's and he was telling me, uh, maybe this here experiment has failed. Um, you know, we, we tried democracy, but you know, how long did it take for Rome to fall? He's like, we're about there. You know, they they always say Rome didn't fall in a day. (laughs) (laughs) Democracy, it's hard to, hard to do. 
it's hard to like get everything worked out and have everyone get along because everyone's different yeah that's true speaking of old nathan kids i went over to rowdy's i believe it's been a couple weeks ago um i didn't get to go out last week but i went over there and they've got this new menu item Mm. that is so good it's from uh it's a partnership with the downtown treatery and what it is is an apple turnover. Yeah, it's an apple dumpling. Yeah. yeah. And they top it with like some really good vanilla a bean ice mode. cream. Oh, my God. And some sauce. I don't know if it's caramel sauce or what, but it it's is. It's probably caramel. So good. Um, you know, I probably gained five pounds because I've eaten two or three of them. Well, hey, well, you know, while we're on the subject, uh, since may i've lost 50 pounds that's awesome man yeah depression's a real <laughs> real good diet it's, mine it is the opposite my depression kicks in and i just eat that's my comfort that's what like i've talked to some of my friends that drink a lot or like have other issues like you know cocaine or whatever and i'm like i understand that that's your demon my demon is if there's two pizzas in front of me right now, I will eat both of them. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Food I mean, addict is a thing. And it would kill me just like it would kill, you know, the other things would kill them. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, they, everybody do what you do just in moderation, in, I, including moderation, as Todd Snyder says. I'm just curious, you know, you know, I didn't realize crying burnt so many calories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little low on sodium. Yeah, man. I got to eat, eat some salt. Some pickle juice and stuff. I drink keep it. Keep that on hand. Yeah, good. You got you to catch up. So we are uh, one. We're here in uh, November almost, but we're, we're real close to Halloween. And I wanted to know if you have any spooky stories that you could tell us. Spooky stories. Um, yeah, I mean... My old house on uh, State Route 93, right outside of Colton, 20671 State Route 93, represent, I don't know who lives there now, um, but hopefully it's a listener. Yeah. And they'll be like, there, oh my gosh, Seth, will you, you want to come and have a tour of the house that you once lived in? I'd be like, well, you know, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. I think it's haunted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Because, man, it's not just me. It's my friends and everything have all seen really weird stuff. My uh, my brother, Kiefer, and my friend Tristan, we were talking to Tristan. He was, like, listening. Well, they were in Kiefer's room, and we're about to go to bed. Tristan and Kiefer lay down. Kiefer's stereo comes on full blast. It doesn't have a, a remote. It's yeah. only push-button start, and it's a crank wheel. Yeah. Why would have Kiefer put it on all the way up? Right. You know, to lay down for it to magically pop on. So that was weird. They couldn't get it to turn it off, so they had to unplug it. So that was weird. And then that same night, I think it was, you know, normal kind of like, uh, you know, ooh, ghost story. The the cabinet's open and closed. What are these ghosts doing? Like, yeah. ooh, I'm a ghost. Let me look at your cupboards. Like, Yeah, but why? that's enough to freak people out sometimes. Yeah, freak me out. Yeah. I was like, there's not a gust of wind that's going to flap that open and close that hard in my kitchen. So I just shut my door. You know, that that was spooky. So I, I didn't really tell it in a spooky way. That's all right. Well, uh, I don't have any spooky stories. I mean, there are, there are some things over the years that have uh, perplexed me. But my mother told me one time that when I was a child, uh, a little baby, I was real colicky. We were pretty poor. Um we lived upstairs from a pawn shop. Uh, it was cold and stuff, but I had my room with a crib in it, and that was like the only furniture in the house, period. But my dad worked two or three jobs to 
you know, provide for us and then she would take care of me and uh, she would just be so tired because I wouldn't sleep through the night because, you know, stomach aches and whatnot. Tum tum. Yeah. And so I'd just be screaming and crying and then she would just, the doctor told her like, listen, you just kind of, there's nothing you can do. You can't comfort him. You just need to try and find a way to sleep, find, find peace somehow and sleep and, and let him cry. And, uh, so I was in there squalling and squalling and squalling and she said it just went on and on and on and on and on. And then finally she got up and went into the bedroom and because I had stopped and she was worried. She didn't know what was going on. And she walked in and she said that she saw an old woman just leaning over my crib, comforting me and no old women lived near us. Uh, she didn't, and she couldn't say anything, but she wasn't scared at the same time, you know, sleep the, deprived hallucinations more than likely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was. It sounded kind of, kind of spooky. Give me the chills. A little spooky. Yeah, but perhaps maybe I was comforted by an old lady ghost. You know, that'd be real neat. You write a song about it. When my sister and I were real young, we were jumping on uh, my parents' bed. I thought you were gonna it say was an old dark. lady. No, we were. It was uh, real dark, and my dad had taught me, you know, that we taste, we taste the dog food before we give it to the dogs and see what what we think of it. So like jerky and all that shit we would taste that well we had like a box of milk bones me and my sister were just jumping <laughs> on the bed eating these milk bones and oh they were horrible, real gritty and nasty yeah. but we were just singing songs and trying these milk bones of different colors and we both st- still to this day describe it as do you ever have you ever watched uh ace ventura you know, of course you have when he's wearing that fruit hat yeah like the tribal dance thing well it was like that somebody with a, like a hat made of fruit and like their face was all painted up tribally and all that stuff jumped up and made like a noise at the window freaked us out really yeah and this was in like rural ross county so it wasn't even like i just don't know i and and my sister called me recently and was just like hey do you remember when such and such happened and i was like yes i do and everybody that she was telling the story to was in the background just cracking up laughing because they didn't believe it but yeah, without a doubt, I remember it very vividly. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, you know, it's probably just some kind of sex pervert. Or, you know, one of those actors from Legends of the Hidden Temple who got lost. I was really scared of those. I was, too. Like, whenever <laughs> they'd have to go through the uh, the Aztec mine or the yeah. ruin, I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Oh! The Temple Guards. Yeah, That's dude. what they were called. Yeah, dude, they were terrifying to this day. If I watch Legend of the Hidden Temple, I get chills. That's why I always carry around a big coin with me in case yeah. I get jumped. Here <laughs> that, you go, dude. Yeah, they'll just like, they'll oh, walk okay. away. Yeah, that kind of gave us a bad, well, maybe it gave us a really good uh, life lesson. Like when you're being mugged, give them whatever they want and then just walk away. And they'll walk away too, you know. Um, that's kind of, but then you got to put that statue together, the monkey or whatever. Oh, God, the golden monkey. Yeah. There were some rooms that were just awful. You're like, well, they're not going to do this. Yeah. Why did they always struggle with the monkey? Like, it was so easy. I think it's the, you know. The adrenaline. The adrenaline and, like, okay, you know how it goes, and this is how it should go. Why isn't it going? Oh, my gosh. And it's like, I don't know if you've ever tried to lock something onto a track and it just doesn't lock. You're yeah. like, God darn it. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I, I reckon so. I was pretty spooked out by that. You got any other spooky stories? Anything your friends have told you? Oh, yeah. Alien stuff. Like, it, 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 spook, alien spooky. Yeah, they're spooky. Is it Halloween spooky? I don't really think as much. 
But I don't know about spooky stories, but like, what about scary movies? Oh, I love scary movies. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, dude. Okay. So for the longest time, I really respected the classics, but I enjoyed uh, when the Conjuring movies came out. Like, I like the soundtrack and I like the whole, I'm really into possessions and things like that that's demonic possession what, that's my favorite thing yeah it's scary i heard there's a really good one out right now um maybe on netflix or something Is it the bly manor it might be yeah i uh i heard it was supposed to be scary and then i've been told by a couple girls that it is not that scary. I've, I've been told that it was actually just good it was just really good um so i need to check out that one they said that it was way better than the haunting of hill house or whatever i heard that one was really good yeah but i mean i i like hank and peggy and bobby but uh doesn't need to really have a haunting involved you know yeah boomhauer and bill yeah you know with halloween coming up too um have you thought of a costume you're gonna wear uh actually uh i was i attended a little party this past weekend um and i was dressed as macho man randy savage and oh, it was yeah. a deluxe costume uh very very nice uh tassels down to my ankles oh wow and uh i had wrestling boots and everything That's i pretty I, awesome yeah i mean it was kind of not really forgiving to motion so like the crotch ripped out of it within like an hour, mm -hmm. but it was really fun anyways. Yeah. I, um, I've not really focused so much on, cause I'm like, Oh, I gotta work on Halloween, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Gotta, you know, I'm going to have my kid, uh, for, uh, Halloween after I get off work, I don't get to go trick or treating with him. Boo. Uh, but his mom does, which is cool. Yeah. At least it's at going, least, at least if they have it, they're, they're going to do something. Which, they're doing it they're, yeah. here in Jackson. They're doing it. So yeah, I was just like, eh. But um, I still want to kind of dress up for the Halloween thing. And I've been tossing around in my head like I wanted to do Chong because I could easily do a Chong. Like, hey, man. Like, I did Tommy Chong and uh, Cheech. Yeah. I was, I was, uh, I think that I was Chong. Yes. And then I was dating this girl and she was Cheech. And uh, if we would do Cheech and Chong, you'd have to be Cheech. Yeah. That Which I'm not saying we're well, doing you're, that. You're more of a Chong. I'm a Chonger. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Nobody's more Chong than John Khan, though. Oh yeah, the most dangerous bass player Chong in the Khan. world. Chong Khan. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then, obviously, the old standby is um, the dude. Oh yeah, you know? absolutely. Well, you've, could, you've done that and pulled it off many a time. Many a times, and it's a, it's a good one. People are like, "Wow, that's so good!" I'm like, I literally put on a bathrobe. Yeah, that's all I did. <laughs> and what what do you? How do you feel about? Old Jeff Bridges being diagnosed with lymphoma. It's a sad day. It's very sad. And then on top of that, Eddie one of Van our friends, Halen. well, Eddie Van Halen passing away. And yeah, that one didn't hit me so hard because I'm not a huge fan of Van Halen's music, but I'm a big fan of the movement that he started. I'm telling you, um, man, Eddie Van Halen's a really good guitar player. Um, and I, I can understand not liking his music necessarily, but yeah, the influence he had on, you know, a generation of music. Um, my dad, it's his favorite good yeah. musician ever. And when I heard, saw that, I was like, Dad, don't get on any social media. You know, don't look at Facebook. Why? Yeah. And I'm like, you're going to be pretty upset. And he's like, well, what's going on? It's not family or anything. I'm like, but uh, 
just said that Eddie Van Halen died, and he cried. Yeah. My dad sat there and cried, and I felt so bad for him because if, when Ozzy dies, I'm going to feel sad too. Like, yeah. And Well, in, in my genre, my neck of the woods, as far as like one of my biggest influences, Jerry Jeff Walker just passed, and uh, that's that got me. And here's the thing. Jerry Jeff Walker influenced my number one songwriter Todd Snyder if Todd never saw Jerry with Jeff Walker live at Green Hall then we he never would have got a guitar he never would have written songs and so it's very likely that I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing and so it's like the the same thing though with Eddie Van Halen a lot of our metal friends you know that it wouldn't be around yeah just that that style of guitar playing wouldn't be around um so I get it and then yeah uh another thing I was gonna say is like you know we have a dear friend that just found out that he's got a tough battle ahead of him. Another rock rock yeah. legend, and uh, wish him well. Absolutely, don't want to say his name because um, I, I believe he's trying to be as private as possible about it. But um, we're definitely thinking about it. You know, thinking about you and and wishing you a very speedy recovery. And hopefully, they found it nice and early. Yeah, I've been messaging them back and forth because I, you know, in the years that I've known them now, like in the last year we've became real friends and i was so upset to find out because he'd been sick for a while and um you know you always worry about your friends when they're sick and it was kind of like oh man he's really sick and he's going to the doctor for it's like well we know it could be something but let's hope it's not and it turned out to be and he's trying to stay positive about it he's being real upbeat uh but i you know i let him know like if you need anything at all dude you know give me a holler which absolutely i want to say something too i'm not going to mention any names or whatever but had a friend recently you know we talked earlier about mental health and stuff like that on here and uh me and ben are both very big uh, advocates for um mental health because we you know we struggle we struggle with our mental health and uh had a friend recently reach out to me like like i said before like i said before on the on the show please reach out reach out if it's bad enough that you know you need to reach out reach out if you i mean if it's serious enough call 911 like we said but like yeah. if if you need to talk to someone talk to me i talked to this person had them come over to my house and the next day they literally messaged me and was like you know you honestly probably saved my life last night yeah well and that's all it takes sometimes is just being there for for people when they need you and yeah, it's sometimes that's hard um, because you you have doubts in yourself. It's 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 difficult to yeah. navigate, but man, we got to get better. Um, and hopefully, you know, y'all are are putting it, you know, putting it out there and paying it forward to to your folks. Yeah, who and, need you. And it's going to be a real tough time, man. Winter's coming. The seasonal depression didn't end last year no. or this year because we we were stuck inside like we were the whole winter. Yep, and we didn't get our the summer we deserved um you know because of this virus and stuff <sighs> it's just all it's all shitty but you know it's that time of the season take care of your friends take care of yourself and if you find yourself going down try to talk to someone it's hard it's really hard but if you need it i'm here Ben's here. Yep. If you don't want to talk online, you'd feel like talking in person. You know, come talk to me in person. If you don't want to talk in person, you want to talk online, talk to me online. If you want to talk on the phone, hell, if you want me to send smoke signals, I'll light up a big old fatty and try to send you as many signals <laughs> as I can. There you go. Whatever works best. I just love everyone, and I want you guys to be happy. Well, 
for uh, throwback's sake, I'm going to go ahead and uh, play the uh, the original Rowdy's jingle for you. Take me to Rowdy's Smokehouse, got to have that barbecue. Gonna get me a big old tater and a coal fire ribeye too. Hickory chicken dinner, sure to be a winner if you want to feed your family too. Take me to Rowdy's Smokehouse, gotta have that barbecue. Alright, so, like uh, yeah, it's classic now. Um, I do, you know, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, during our absence, we, we didn't completely forget about this show. We've, you know, we've just been have, having some scheduling issues and life, literally life switching jobs and trying to figure out, well, like there was a period where I didn't have any money. So it was like, I couldn't drive to do this, but Hey, we're here now. And, uh, I want to talk to you about some of the people, uh, we opened up the show with Darren Hackard's song, uh, inaugurating meltdown. And, uh, I talked with him and we're going to have him on the show. Um, Mr. Sean Benfield, Cowtown Chad, photographer, you know, like published photographer. He's shot Metallica and he's shot all of the cool alt country people. He did not shoot John Lennon. That was uh, that one guy. Uh, Sebastian the Crab. Yes. Yeah, from I over there. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, we, you know, we've got those guys lined up and also we've got uh, who else? Adam Wood. Adam Wood. Um, looks like now um, that we have a possibility of getting it back on track. Absolutely. Um, because um, I got recording stuff set up at my house now so we could do remotes. Yeah. Um, and I got some stuff in my place. And Yeah. Uh, Mine and is completely, um, uh, we could take it with us. Like yeah. We, like you could do. We could just carry two mics, have them hooked up to my interface. I could have that strapped to my belt. Oh, because, yeah. Because it the power is through the USB to the computer and just have like the computer with us. And literally we could just be walking around talking on microphones doing that. Yeah. I think so. we should beat the street one day and there we go. Bird up, bird up. <laughs> There's a new Eric Andre well, season. I saw, uh, it's the last one with Hannibal HB. Yeah. He's gone. Well, he doesn't like his bald head. That's a bummer, man. Yeah, I I really like Hannibal. I like Hannibal too. He's a bit pretentious nowadays. Is he? Yeah, he's a little big for his br- britches. Well, he hung up on us. Yeah. We well, actually, <laughs> you were like, "We're big fans. We're sorry." <laughs> I was. It was on my phone. But he was hanging up anyways. No, he was going to hang out. I don't think so. And we never know now because if you ever acquire a celebrity's phone number and you call them, just talk. I, you know, don't freak out like I did and feel bad. I mean, it probably probably is something you should feel bad because they are people with things going on. But he was just like, "Hey, who's?" It's like, "Hello." I'm like, "Hey, what up?" <laughs> He's like, "Who is this?" I'm like, "Seth." He's like, Seth. "What up, Seth?" Yeah, yeah what, and what's talking, up? And then, do I know you? And then it was like, "Oh, we found your number, and we decided and to call said, it." Oh well, I guess I want to get a new phone number. Yeah, you have to change it. You guys have a good day. <laughs> and see, I could have just sat there and be like, man, we were at the club, you know, the other day. I spilled my drink on your shoe. And he'd have been like, oh, man, you don't have to worry about that. And I was like, no, I got some new shoes for you. Give me your address. I'm going to mail them to you. Then we could have been best friends. And then he would have introduced me to Tim Heidecker. I'd have been married. Yeah. I'd be married by now, Ben. Man, the life that could have been. If it wasn't for Cotton Eye Joe, I'd been married a long time ago. <laughs> If it hadn't been, I should say. These uh, 
drive-in shows have been going on. You said that you went to a drive-in concert. How'd that go? Uh, it was it was really cool. It was a Metallica show, but it wasn't. They weren't there. It was a video, a pre-recorded video on a screen, but it was a live performance that they recorded. It was pretty cool. It was a little different. Uh, it's not like the same how they're doing some where you pull in and you actually get to see the band live up there playing. Yeah, that that would have been awesome. But was well, it pretty affordable though? Yeah, it was a hundred dollars for a car of six people. No, yeah, that ain't bad at all. Yeah, it's twenty bucks a head to go. Uh, and you're allowed to bring beer in there, dude. I got drunk as shit there. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad time, I don't think. I have really thought about going to one of those, but really, I don't have a good enough stereo system in my car to actually play the audio through the speakers and what whatnot. Yeah, yeah we we had to use the uh, little speakers that they have. Yeah. There? Oh, my God. Pretty bad audio. Yeah, but there were people there with loud systems, so they were blaring it, so we yeah. heard it good like that. But I was like, really? They didn't, like, give us, like, Bluetooth speaker, like, something? Like, that would be so easy. You would think that you would be required to download some kind of an app and then Bluetooth it through something, and then everybody's playing at a different time, all the lag and whatnot, and it would just be chaos. But, yeah, that that makes sense. Uh if it's just coming from an audio source like that. So other than that, you would have to just tune your radio to the station, just like classic drive-in movie, huh? Yep. Some folks probably haven't been to drive-in movies, but I saw Scary Movie and Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back at drive-in. That's an awesome one. Yeah. (laughs) That's an awesome one. I saw uh, The Mummy Returns and the movie Polly. About a little oh, parrot. Yeah. Dude, I saw that there. Yeah. yeah. What's new, pussycat? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that movie a bunch of times when I was a kid. Do you want a movie I want to see in theaters? Dunstan Checks In. Dude, I forgot all about Dunstan Checks yeah. In. That's a good one. It had Pee Wee Herman in it, right? Yeah, Paul Rubin was in it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was a good one. Um, me, and, me and my buddy Riley used to talk about that movie a lot. Uh, that was pretty cool. They're doing a lot of the scary movies, but they're playing a lot of the classics right now, which is really awesome. So people are going and like seeing, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the Thirteenth, yeah, and things like that. That would be awesome. Just the whole double double feature thing. Yeah, that's that's a concept that's Science lost fiction too. Double feature, bud. I tell you, uh, um, a movie I really like that I would like to see in like a drive-in or a theater is The Exorcist. Oh yeah, I love it. And it's, they're playing it. They're playing it. At those places, man. Where uh, up north and stuff. You just gotta look online. Oh they, they're God. playing literally. They're playing all of those classic films. Um, Dude. And then like my buddy uh, Michael Rutushin, who is also going to be on the podcast eventually. Uh, he was posted a picture that they're playing both of the new It movies. That would be like. Less Eight is, hours. That'd be Les's dream. Yeah, just sit in the car and watch it on a big old screen. Oh, dude, he'd be having a blast. I really, uh, I'm, I'm into this whole thing because, you know, I, I thought that drive-ins were all gone, but it's like, hey, they're all here, and this is probably going to save the drive-in industry and probably make some new ones. Yeah, I mean, it's a fucking brilliant idea. Like, why not do that? That is so cool. They got to sell concessions. I mean, that's the thing, and and uh, that was the biggest deal is people started bringing stuff and sneaking people in the trunk and, you know, that. but hey. How hard is it to upkeep? I mean, seriously. 
how many people just go to like what do they call those multiplex multiplex and just go and, from movie to movie without getting caught i do it yeah. all the time hey every day every day that i go to a movie theater i'm watching like five <laughs> fuck the movie industry i went to the budget movie theaters when i was on tour a lot because it'd be hot outside in the car and I'd be like, I do not want to sit in the car all day, so I'm going to pay $3 and watch Ninja Turtles. Oh, uh, dude. And it was fun. It was just a good way to kill some time. And some of them serve beer now. Oh, so. yeah, that's a that's a big thing there uh, and that's coming in. Beer's everywhere. Dude, you could go to Jungle Gyms and get a beer while you shop. Yeah, that's you, awesome. You can go to the fucking zoo and get a beer. And my whole thing is, like, going to the zoo – with your family most of the time not everybody has a family if you can't if you can't go the whole trip to the zoo without having a beer you have fucking problems yeah more than likely yeah like i mean and problems that's your own problem it's your own demon you're fighting whatever you're fighting and i'm not judging you for it but it's like come on dude it's a zoo we don't need drunk motherfuckers walk around at the zoo. That's like ordering shots at your uh, four-year-old nephew's birthday or something you yeah, know that was one time ben. yeah <laughs> But it happens. Yeah. It happens. It was hot. Who else were you talking about that we were we were looking at having? Oh, uh, I want to get Aaron McCorder on here. I just yeah. don't know if we uh, got to convince him. Yeah, he's a little scaredy cat. He's he's really talented and he's he is he's young and he's nervous. Um, but uh, our buddy uh, Kenneth Corcoran, he he was going to be on the show. Uh, we've got to line that up. So. There's a yeah. lot of people. Luke Lawrence and yep. Joey Hager, they want to get them on there. Super talented, funny dudes. Uh, and I actually spoke to Steve-O, and I want Steve-O on the show. That'd be great. Steve-O's one of our top fans. Yeah. Uh, or the top fan, I should say. Probably the top fan. Um, shout yeah. out to Mark Edwards, too, though. Mark Edwards. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll shout him out every time. I want to get him on there. I, I want to have, like, appreciation. A fan appreciation Yeah, episode. every every so often, it's like, you know what? You know. So if you want to be on the show, yeah. if you're listening now, message our Facebook page. I actually reached out to some people and was like, hey, do you have any spooky stories? And no one responded. Hmm. Because I, and I might've asked the wrong people, but yeah, uh, yeah, I want to do some stuff like that and use some some stories from our listeners, maybe some topics from our listeners, maybe even do some Q&A stuff. Q&A. I think a QA and a would be really cool. You know, ask us a question, we'll answer it. Yeah. And and we'll answer it no matter what the question. Yeah. We'll put that out there. Yeah. It could be absurd. Uh, I'll give you the most truthful and honest answers I can. Yeah. Uh, So if you don't want to hear the answer to it, don't ask me. That's right. Don't ask me no questions and I won't tell you no lies. Well, I won't tell you no truths. Oh, okay. Yeah. No no Leonard Skinner. Um, Leonard Skinner, they sing that one song. It's like, don't hand me no lines and keep your dog to yourself. Is that it? Yes, that's the one. Okay. That is the one. Well, uh, yeah, we, we just kind of wanted to record a little episode, break the silence here, and uh, let you know that we are. We do have some stuff in the works. We just have to get more organized, and now we've got the time to do so, and we've yeah. got the means to do so. So it's going to be happening, and... Uh, we're real thankful for Jeremy here at Backrow Studio letting us use this equipment again. Again, but, uh, we're 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 working on it. We almost had uh the stuff all ordered in for us. The order got canceled because with COVID, nobody has any of the stuff that we want in stock, and yeah. so it's really frustrating. But eventually, we'll have a setup just like this. Old uh, old Joe Rogan. That's what Joe Rogan uses on his podcast. The well, same microphones. Fancy. Well, I mean, that's what we used for the first yeah. several episodes. These ones are hot. I want to bring up something. It's a pretty serious uh, subject. I mean, I, I guess I've been really serious today. Okay. Um, 
We didn't speak about sour cream once on the last episode. Really? How did we do that? I don't. I don't know. I think we just kind of, kind of just overlooked it. I mean, I. It's my fault. Why would you talk about sour cream? You don't like it. I don't like it. I'll tell you. I just left a place, and I will not disparage their name. Uh, but I ordered fish tacos, and they put sour cream on them, and they know me. They know me. They know that I hate sour cream. And when they brought them and sat them down right in front of me. I was like, is that sour cream? And then without even thinking, they reached down, grabbed the thing. Went, Whoa, sorry about that, and took off. And uh, so they made it right, but it was a close call. I tell you what, um, that was actually premeditated. <laughs> I was in there before you. And you said it. And up. I said, you know, whatever he <laughs> orders, give it extra sour cream. No matter what he says, he loves it. And they're like, we'll do King Seth. And I'm like, don't talk to me like that, Colby. <laughs> yeah, Colby actually apologized big time. I've been playing a lot more and getting comfortable with my and You got some again. guitar yeah. stuff. Yeah, I got yeah. a new guitar the other day and got that recording stuff. And, man, I, we recorded some stuff last night, and I was on a roll, dude. I was on a roll saying some funny things. I've been working on my stand-up uh, stuff or Good. just my jokes and uh just ideas of uh things and i don't want to really share it on here because my sense of humor is really raunchy and just um you know crass and i don't want um if there's any little old ladies or anything listening to this i don't want to so them off too bad is this going to lead to a uh spinoff a spinoff podcast where you're you're uncensored oh yeah yeah i'm working on my own podcast where it, there's no it's it's called Avant-Garde Party. Okay. Where anything could happen. I'm going to be on there, and there could be 20 other people on there uh, on the same one. like, Or it could literally be me there just weeping into the microphone for five minutes, and yeah. that's an episode. It's Avant-Garde. Like, and that's why it's Avant-Garde Party, because people always, always mispronounce Avant-Garde. So I had a friend that learned he was trying to incorporate words. He would learn one every day and then try to incorporate it into his vocabulary throughout the day. And I think I've heard this before. Avant-Garde was one of them. And he, yeah, he was like, have you guys seen that dude from Cannibal Corpse, the drummer's neck? It's Avant-Garde. <laughs> his neck is just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, I mean, that that probably pretty much, we're, we're going to wrap this up, but we just wanted to touch base and let you know that we're still here. Uh, we're not forgetting you, and uh, we're on, in contract with Rowdy's Smokehouse for at least 20 years. So 20 years? Yeah, I signed, I signed it in blood. And oh I, my God. I forged your name. Forged it in yeah. my blood? That's why you needed my blood. <laughs> Shit. You I told you that we were doing the Ancestry.com thing, but... I know. You know. So, yeah. Shit. Now we're stuck 20 years. we got to do this. Honestly, I was just listening to... Uh, uh, for this week, I am the dirt poor troubadour, Ben Davis Jr. And I am Seth, uncomfortable Comer. But look at my eye. Is it better now? Yeah. Yeah, like, it doesn't hurt anymore. All you had to do is talk. Oh, my gosh. The healing powers of podcasts. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> to play us out, cellophane and plastic. Cellophane and plastic. That's a really good one. Color station. I love um.
Yeah. 